Okay, so tonight I'll be doing a part two. So last time I taught in here, it was like a long time ago, um, I taught on offense and strife. Happy face. <laughs> um, Choose Life, Not Strife was the title of my message, so it's just a continuation of that. Part two, Choose Life, Not Strife, part, part two. And um, this message came from or it was birthed out of, Pastor had a series, and the, and the last of his series was, I think the title was like Connect the Dots, and he, he um, mentioned a couple people that used to be here and got offended and left, and so it just kind of, you know, stirred some things in me. <laughs> and I've grown up in church, 40, you know, I'm 41, my whole life, um, my mama brought me to church, and so I would have to say that the biggest hindrance in the body of Christ is offense and strife. And the road of offense and strife always, everybody say always, ends in failure. It never ends in warm, fuzzy feelings. <laughs> it never ends in you have it being joyful. It never puts a smile on your face. Offense and strife always ends in failure, right? And so um, it's our greatest year yet. Amen. So if it's our greatest year, I mean, here at the church, not only here at the church, but in your home, with your kids, with your spouse, when your finances, in your health, in every area of your life, God wants it to be the greatest. Amen. Okay. So... Uh, my foundational scripture is Proverbs 19.11, and I'll read it in a couple of translations. Um, I'll read it in the Amplified first. Proverbs 19.11. Good sense and discretion make a man slow to anger, and it is... It is his honor and glory to overlook a transgression or an offense without seeking revenge and harboring resentment. Proverbs 19, oh, sorry, same, same scripture in the Passion Translation. A wise person demonstrates patience, for mercy means holding your tongue. When you are insulted, be quick to forgive and forget it, for you are virtuous when you overlook an offense. God calls us virtuous if we overlook an offense. In the New Living Translation, it says, Sensible people control their temper. They earn respect by overlooking wrongs. So offense is not about the other person. It's about you. Right? Let me say that again. Offense and strife is not about the other person and what they did, it's about you, right? The word of God is a mirror, so God wants us to look to him, and it, and it should reflect some things. So I have a couple points tonight, um, and I've listed, and my points are, are habits that hinder our greatest year, or, or hinder our love walk. So my first point is not thinking according to the word of God regarding any situation in my life. Again, not thinking according to the word of God regarding any situation. Um, how many of y'all here were, this past, were here this past Sunday morning when Pastor taught on winning the battle of the mind? That was so powerful. 
wasn't it? And all the people that came up and got delivered, um, but it hits home with everybody. <laughs> we have a mind, and it gets squirrely sometimes, and we have to renew our mind daily, not once upon a time when I got saved, right? It's like every day you have to renew your mind in the Word of God. And so um, my scripture to go with that is Isaiah 26.3 in the Amplified. It says, you will keep him perfect and constant peace, in perfect and constant peace, the one whose mind is steadfast, that is committed and focused on you, focused on God, not focused on the situation, not focused on what I'm dealing with, not focused on who said what, focused, committed, and focused on you in both inclination and character. We should know the character of God. The more time we spend with him, the more we become like him. So um, because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. My next next scripture is Philippians 4.8 in the Passion Translation. Keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, I mean, just if you just look at the TV, you just get mad. I'm like, it is not any of that. <laughs> and fasten your thought. I mean, but we have to keep informed, you know, on what's going on. Pastor keeps us informed. Uh, but sometimes you just want to throw things, right? <laughs> like crazy people. Offended, a divided nation. It is an offended nation. And sometimes, like, they're just offended just to be offended. You're out there with your signs, and you don't even know what you're saying. What you're saying is crazy. So it says, fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. So that's just a good habit to continually, to every situation in your life, to bring it back to, like, am I thinking about this right? What, what, what would Jesus do? What, is, what does he want? What does he say in his word about this thought that I just had? Where is it coming from? So it's good to ask your question, you know, ask some questions. It's good to surround your, with pe- yourself with people. It's a whole other message, but that holds you accountable. Like, hey, am I thinking about this right? And if they tell you no, don't get offended. <laughs> you ask, so you should want to know. Um, okay, my second point is, Believing my way is the only way, me, myself, and I. (laughs) So um, the enemy uses sometimes insignificant things, petty little things to to just cause fights and cause strife, you know, just nitpicking little things. And sometimes, you know, we're dealing with somebody and they're just kind of in a funk or in a bad mood. and, And it's really not about that they're coming to it, you know, maybe they got hurt that morning, or maybe their husband said something to them, or, so we should always be compassionate towards people, instead of, hey, they're, they're coming up nitpicking about this, it's not really that, you know, little thing that they're nitpicking about, it's something deeper, um, amen, okay, my third point is the habit of not being consistent in the word, and I thought of New Year's 
resolution. <laughs> Everybody started out, starts out with a great hype, you know? J Ethan was like, came back from the Y when he first, he's like, oh my gosh, I don't hate it. It's so, it's so, you know, the weight room is just everybody, it's crowded. <laughs> Cause he's kind of used to going, you know, at certain times of the day and it's nobody's in there. And now it's January and everybody's in the weight room. <laughs> everybody's there and they start out with great hype, you know? Um, but then it kind of trickles, you know, throughout the year, you, it, the weight room gets less busy. Um, so the parable of the sower in Mark 4, Jesus talks about these kind of people. Uh, 416, I'll just read it from in the New King James. In a similar way, these in the second group are the ones whom seed, who the seed was sown on rocky ground, who then they hear the word immediately receive it with joy, but accept it only superficially. And they have no real root in themselves, so they endure for a little while. Then when trouble or persecution comes because of the word, immediately they are offended and displeased at being associated with me and stumble and fall away. So, um, and I looked up in different translations, it says, they quickly become full of doubts. Immediately they fall away or they give up at once. So here, so the parable, you know, there's the, of the sower sows the word. There's nothing wrong with the word. There's three-fourths crop failure. The word of God works, but it's the heart. It's the soil that it's sown into. And so talks about a person not being, just receiving it with joy, like, yes, you know, Mark Hankins is coming, and we, we get so filled up, and then I don't, you know, then the week after, you, maybe you forget what he said. No, this, the enemy comes, and he tries to snatch that word, but we have to be strong in the word, be consistent, keep on, you know, listen to pastor's messages, go back and, and replay that, and um, that's how we stay full, and consistent every day of the word. Amen? Not just right here when we show up, but when we, in the morning, you know, do we just reach for our phones? I always tell the teens, like, put your phone in another room. <laughs> I know it's attached to your hip, but sometimes with adults too. Uh, put it in another room. Ten minutes, okay? If you, if you just start out with ten minutes. Prayer, read your word. Um, but don't just get on your phone the very first, you know, out of bed, and then you're on your phone. No. Um, be consistent in the Word of God. It's a good habit. Amen? Amen. Um, Psalm 119, 165. In the New King James says, Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Let me read that again. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. So if you're really grounded in the word of God, nothing's going to offend you. If you're really grounded, really, really grounded, nothing, that's what the word says, nothing will offend you. You won't get mad. You won't get upset. You'll just laugh. <laughs> the joy of the Lord's our strength. Right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Nothing will offend you for grounded in the word. Psalm 119.11 in the New King James says, Your word I have hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. I have hidden your word in my heart. I've, it's in there. 
I'm not going to be offended. It's in there. Amen. Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So his word's a lamp to our feet. It, so you won't stumble. Offense, actually the word offense means to impede, to entrap. So when God's, God's word is a light, it shines bright our pathway. We won't stumble. We won't fall. But we have to be consistent in the word. We have to, it has to be flowing out of our lips. It has to be in our heart. Amen? Mark 4, I'm sorry, Mark 11, 25 in the Amplified says, whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, drop the issue, let it go. Sometimes we want to bring up issue, right? <laughs> Sometimes like husbands and wives or even with kids, like, you know, something happens and, and they're okay, but I'm not okay. I don't want to drop the issue. I want to just keep at it. <laughs> no, I said for you to wash the dishes and they're still overflowing. <laughs> There's lots of dishes or whatever, you know? And I'm like, I said, you, did you not hear me? And we get kind of feisty. Am I only the only one that gets that way? I'm sure y'all are y'all just perfect. Just, <laughs> just me. Drop the issue, let it go. That's what the word says. Drop it, let it go. Forgive, move on. It's our greatest year yet. God's bringing us into a new season. He can't bring you into a new season if you're like, keep repeating the past and keep repeating old things and keep on going over it and over it. He's bringing us into a new season, greatest year yet. So we have to let go. If you're focused over here on the past, your mind's back there. You can't focus on, on the new, what God has for us. So it says, drop the issue, let it go, so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgressions and wrongdoings against him and others. So we... You know, we're not perfect. We, we wouldn't be. We've been forgiven. So we need to forgive others. Amen? Amen. Number four is resistant to change. That's a bad habit. Um, we had, this past summer, we had our altitude had a theme, and it was called Summer of Growth. Yeah, it was a fun theme. Um, and I taught one of my messages, and I wrote it down here. You'll never grow in areas that you ignore. You'll never grow in certain areas that you ignore. You have to attend to them. You have to focus on them. Like, hey, like I noticed, you know, my, maybe my love walk isn't as strong. Like, read 1 Corinthians 13. Go to that. Um, but we should be growing. Our love walk should be greater this year than it was last. Right? Our compassion for people should be greater this year than it was last year's. Our peace should be greater. Our joy. Amen? We shouldn't be the same right now as we were in 2016. Like the thing that, that offended you or you got upset about or whatever, <laughs> that shouldn't bother you anymore. Why? Because you're growing in the Word. We're growing in him. Amen? We're growing. It's a choice. God doesn't beat us upside the head. You better grow. <laughs> it's up to us. Amen? It's up to us to feed on the word and to grow. 
um, I told the teens, I said, and they didn't know, I was like, you know, there's two types of, of baby Christians. Do y'all know? And like, no. It's like, the one's good. So the first one is, you know, when they confess, ask Jesus into, into their heart, believe in their heart, confess with their mouth, and that's one, it's a new convert. We want those. But then we have another baby Christian, people who have been coming to church for 10, 20, 30 years and get offended and anything upsets them and they should be growing. But that's not you guys. You guys are here on a Wednesday night. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Okay, let's see. Um, okay, so those were all my points. And then right here at on the end, I put three, so the three R's are protecting against offense. The three R's, and they're just really simple, to protect yourself against offense. Realize that offenses will come. We live in a world. We're around other people. (laughs) We don't live in a mountain off by ourselves with nobody around. No, we, we, (laughs) we're with people, okay? You're gonna, you, you're gonna be tempted to get upset, Number two, recognize offense for what it is. Don't let it fester. Sometimes we get upset, and you know, like sometimes you just get in a bad mood, like, why am I in a bad mood? Like, and you go back, and it's like something somebody said, or did, or didn't do, and they should have said. Something somebody said on Facebook. (laughs) Right, social media, parents. Um, you know, whatever, co-workers, and, it, and you just let it fester. And if you don't deal, you know, that's just the enemy. You have to deal with it. Amen? And then number three is refuse to allow offense to take root in your heart and mind. So you realize, you recognize for what it is, and then you're just going to refuse it. Like, nope, I'm stepping over that right? <laughs> I'm stepping over that. Offense will not come my way. I mean, it may come my way, but I'm stepping over it. That's just, that's just a trick from the enemy. It's a snare. It's a trap. And so I just want to encourage you, don't, don't get into that trap. God wants us to live a life that's full of love, loving other people, loving ourselves, loving God, loving other people. Amen. That's what it's all about. I wanted um, to pass out, Derek, if you could pass these out. I always throw Rachel for curveballs. <laughs> I'm like, Rachel, can you quickly just um, print this? And then it's like four hours later. No, it probably didn't take her that long. And I don't know if I printed enough, but it's a, it's a cute little, um, I don't know. It's kind of bigger than a bookmark, but you can stick it in your Bible. You can, you can keep one. You don't have to keep it. I won't get offended if you throw it away, maybe a little bit, but (laughs) don't throw it away. That would not be nice. Okay, so there's this girl that I follow, and she kind of jotted notes down, and I so plagiarized that. You can plagiarize. It's the Bible. Anyway, so um, amen. That's right. Plagiarize the Bible. Um, anyways, I follow her on Instagram and she, she does the, I got, I bought, she does these covers for like journaling Bibles and I bought one for Allison. Anyways, and I, I went through her feed and I saw this little thing, uh, but we made it our own. Anyway, so it says someone offends me on the left. So I'm going to read the left. Tell people they listen and they harden their heart towards that person. And then you follow the arrows. They join in negativity And then I have now caused others to sin purposefully 
relived it, reacted to my flesh over the spirit, and it was all done intentionally. And on the right, that's what we do. Tell God in so tell God in prayer. He listens and softens my heart. Peace overwhelms me, and I have no desire to talk about it anymore. Because that's what happens when you pray. You get yeah, peace, unity over gossip, and really we have an equation around here: love plus unity equals miracles. And all of that equals honoring God instead of temporary earthly satisfaction. And then at the bottom, um, it's just that Proverbs 19.11 is um, good sense and discretion make a man slow to anger. And it is an honor and glory to overlook a transgression or an offense. So anyways, I thought that was good. Hopefully it helps you out. Um, Next time you're tempted to be offended (laughs) or hurt, you can pull this out and like, oh, I'm not going to tell people. I'm going to tell God in prayer. <laughs> I'm going to pray about it. God knows. He knows what's going on. We don't have to bicker and get all upset. Joys of the Lord of the Lord's our strength. Amen.